Another season of Deniable Assets has been brought to a close. The host, Wolf and Mr. Clean, have gone to a favorite spot of theirs to enjoy a little dinner before heading home for the night. After they eat, they discuss some business they haven't had a chance to talk about until now. Two seasons done. I'm not gonna lie, I feel great after all that. Even with that little hiccup with Spectre, I think we did all right. We did all right. I wouldn't say we did whiz by any means, but yeah, we did all right. Look, we're just lucky that we were able to handle Spectre and still keep the show going like we did. Guess that's the benefit of having some episodes pre-recorded. Oh yeah, remind me to buy your brother a deck of cards next time I see him. No, I won't, and you will not. Oh, come on, I'm just kidding. But on the subject of my brother. Ah, drag. This can't be good. Who's got him by the short hairs this time? What? No one. At least I hope not. No, he's uh, told me that he can't keep pulling double duty like this. What do you mean, double duty? You know, me, the show... My special quality? Quality. You ain't special, Almay. Don't inflate your ego. How I can't be traced. Oh, yeah. How you practically are a ghost on the Matrix? I thought you were talking about something else. <laughs> uh, my bad. Anyway. He can't keep it up full time anymore. Our mother is growing suspicious, and it doesn't help that Rebecca just got hired on at the DA's office. Oh, yeah. Your sister does work for the DA now. Not so loud. Yes, she got hired on last month, apparently. Is that going to be a problem? I don't think so. She couldn't bring herself to have me brought in. It would devastate our mom too much. Having a child in prison once was enough for her. So what are we going to do about server support? I mean, I guess we could ask Enigma. I mean, she'd probably help out a bit. Yeah, there's that. And there's also Alma. No. You said yourself she wants to help. Hell, she backed the whole Technomancer episode last season. No, I'm not going to expose her to any undue danger. <sighs> Your soft spot is going to get you killed one day. Probably. Look, I got a piss. Can you get the check? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Wolf leaves the table and goes to the restroom while Mr. Clean approaches the checkout counter and greets his waitress. The woman smiles and Mr. Clean closes out the transaction. The exit behind him opens and the waitress looks around Clean and smiles kindly. Be right with you, sir. You come on back now, you hear? Yes, ma'am. You keep that chicken fried steak crispy now. Mr. Clean turns around and stops. Standing before him in an old jacket and fatigued pants is Spectre. York's face is calm, but his eyes are intense, with a hand in the heavy jacket pocket, and from the way it was angled, a pistol was already pointed in his direction. Clean looks at Spectre through the tint of his sunglasses. I told your partner that he made a mistake letting me go. Well, then. We both tried to warn the idiot, didn't we? But, I guess you see that he doesn't listen so good. Clean slowly reaches into his pockets, looking for his cigarettes and light. If you're going for a gun, you'll need to be faster than that. <laughs> okay. Clean, defiant, continues and pulls out his smokes and lights one up, even offering one to Spectre. 
The man remains motionless and grim-faced. Your partner told me that you wanted to kill me. That's right. Well, now's your last chance. So what are you waiting for? Oh, I predicted something like this would happen. So you see, it's not my responsibility to kill you. Oh, really? Then whose responsibility is it? His. Mr. Clean nods to someone over Spectre's shoulder, but the gunshot goes off before the... Behind him, Wolf exited the restroom and comes up behind him with his pistol drawn. So, part of me wants to not say this, but most of me does. I told you so. Not now, okay? Let's just beat feet before Night Aaron gets here. Pair leave the corpse of Spectre twitching on the floor of the diner and head out to Wolf's van. Wolf goes to enter on the driver's side and stops as he sees the crouched, huddled form of a thin girl with long, matted red hair. She looks up at him, her eyes red from tears. Look, best I figure it, you might could go to some megacorp and offer your services and pray to whatever god you think will listen that they don't chop you up. Or you could try to be a squatter, barely eking out a living. Or you could join us. You work for us and we'll make sure you're paid and you have a place to call home. It won't be glamorous, but you'll get one thing that Spectre never gave you. What? A family. Now, normal response time for this area is five minutes. We've spent one minute and 45 seconds talking. Our window for escape is closing, and this offer is time sensitive. So don't take too long to think it over. Wolf climbs into the van and starts the engine. The two men sit silently as the seconds tick by. Finally, with just under two minutes before Night Errant arrives, the door to the van slides open and Cypher steps inside, sitting in the middle bench seat. Wolf looks back to the thin, soaking wet girl and then looks back to clean and smiles. Good choice, kid. Let's get. Tomorrow we'll work on finding a place for you to live and get you in front of our regular crew. Thank you. <laughs> Don't thank me, kid. You're the one that made this choice. Yeah, we look after our own. The van drives away into the night of the Seattle sprawl, and another season of Deniable Assets comes to a close. But when one story ends, another story begins. So please join us next season for more Deniable Assets.